shit, dude. Fuck. Back at it again. God damn. That that song. That's one of those legendary fucking hardcore songs, dude. The whole th- the whole song. Actually, that whole album is like a fucking ballad. It's just grinding and emotional and just like powerful fucking shit, dude. That was lifelong tragedy. Lifelong tragedy. That's that's really some some OGs right there. Uh, song was called Time Stand Still. Uh, their album. That album was that's that's an old album. Um, Destined for anything. Fucking that was old school, dude. Um, what year was that? 2004, 2005-ish, I think. I think it's yeah, 2004, 2005. That was my uh, yeah, senior year of high school. That shit came out. That was that was prime hardcore days for me. Um, yeah. That band, dude. Fuck, dude. You hear that fucking song, and just get fucking just like want to beat your fucking chest to that shit, dude, and just fucking shout it. Fuck. Uh, lucky enough to see them before they broke up. Uh, I think I saw them in Roanoke Park, Palo Alto, somewhere, something, somewhere way up there in the in the northern Bayish area. They're from Roanoke Park. Uh, I think Roanoke Park, uh, Upper Sonora County, Napa area. Yeah, I think Roanoke Park. That's them. Roanoke Park. About an hour above San Francisco, um, but that kind of band, bands like that, who play that kind of fucking hardcore, dude, especially an album like that. The whole song, the crowd is singing the song. It's not like the, the like bands like that. As soon as they start the set, dude, and it's just like the entire like no one's fucking dancing, dude. Even on the fucking breakdowns, like no one fucking dances, bro. It's just like the whole crowd rushes the stage and the fucking microphone is in the crowd and the whole crowd is fucking singing the song for this fucking lead singer, dude. It's fucking, like, it's one of those experiences, man. Like, I don't know if you, if anyone listening here has been to hardcore, they're into hardcore metal shows, small metal shows, to where you, you, you just fucking, like, a hundred people on top of each other singing the same song as loud as you can. The whole, the whole set that's how it is dude I swear to god it's like bands like that who have like those really anthemy ballad type fucking hardcore songs that really camaraderie and togetherness of hardcore already that's already there and then you have a song like that where it's basically a, it's a, like, like you heard at the end of the song it's all a chant you know basically fucking right now time stands still fucking oh my god it's like Songs like that, bands like that, the whole crowd is singing a song at the same time, as loud as you fucking possibly can. It's not like normal where the artist is up there singing. Like, nah. Every motherfucker in the building is crowded around like a a six-foot space, you know, just on top of each other singing as loud as you can. It's fucking, oh my God, it's magical, dude. Like, I hear that song, it's just like, fuck, dude. That shit takes me back, dude. That's the kind of shit you listen to in the car, and you're fucking just like, God damn, dude, you're fucking, you're fucking going off in the car, screaming that shit, dude. Uh, beautiful, man. 
That's the kind of shit I miss about hardcore days, dude. Fucking just on top of each other, screaming a song, throwing your fucking fist in the air, and just going for it, dude. It's fucking, oh, God. Magical. Magical fucking shit. But anyway, yeah. Uh, lifelong tragedy, dude. They broke up a long fucking time ago. They're R.I.P. for days ago. They're, they're, they're not doing it anymore, but... Um, yeah, a lot of, like, if you don't know, if you, if you don't run the hardcore scene or in the California music scene, uh, so many fucking just good fucking shit that just time forgot that came out of California, dude, in the Bay Area and SoCal, especially for hardcore dudes, hardcore and metal, SoCal, obviously, I mean, it's there, but, uh, the Bay Area and the, the obscure, you know, Northern when you get out of the quote-unquote Bay Area uh, or East Bay, there's a lot of hidden gems out there for a long time ago, dude. It was it was really easy to see good bands in the Bay Area and, and in NorCal um, without having to go down to SoCal. Uh, yeah, that was a good time in my life. That was a good fucking time in my life. Like, if you've never been to a hardcore show before, you're not into hardcore, but you just listen to that song right now. Listen to that song and imagine 100 people just all sharing the experience, all screaming that song the whole time in perfect fucking unison, dude. It is fucking beautiful, dude. You can't you can't beat that shit. Um But yeah, that was that was good. I was skipping through the songs of course to get you there as the intro song and then that one popped up and I was like, Oh hell yeah, I'm done. I'm done skipping. That's it. That's the one. That one that one, uh some songs you just can't skip over no matter what. And that was that. I hear that song. I see that song. Done. All right. That's the song you guys are gonna listen to. Um, yeah, lifelong tragedy. Uh, time stands still off the album. Destined for anything. Good fucking album. The whole album's a fucking banger, dude. It's a fucking just a, a one long ballad. It's fucking awesome, dude. It's really anthemy type sound. Um, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, fucking goddamn, dude long fucking weekend had a fucking goddamn three-day drill three days saturday sunday and fucking monday dude oh my god fucking killing me fucking killing me the bureaucracy and the inefficiency sometimes it wasn't too bad this weekend i guess it uh the weekend uh kind of went as smooth as it could be it wasn't too bad i've 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 experienced worse many times before for sure on admin days and admin uh, situations in the military, but this one was wasn't too bad. I could usually pretty much predict how it's gonna go. Um, I've been in the army long enough, but this one was pretty good. Uh, that was a surprise at how smoothly it went. There's a lot of people. It was a whole company plus some other people from my old company showed up from battalion. Had to get some stuff done. They came down there on a bus and knocked out some stuff. But uh, it was basically uh, keep keep the motherfuckers busy type of weekend um yeah fuck dude just imagine standing sitting at the DMV you know how long it takes for the DMV so if you live in a big city you know what I'm talking about in America um especially in California and especially in the Bay Area or in Central Valley you know what it's like to sit in, at the DMV on you know a late afternoon or early afternoon at lunchtime, even every every DMV I've been to, anyway, doesn't matter what time you go. There's a line around around the corner, literally. 
you go out on Monday morning at 7.45 before they open, and then there's 50 people outside. It doesn't matter what day it is. It's always like that. I've never experienced a light day at the DMV. But just imagine yourself at the DMV, and you're just there for one thing, of course, and it takes you all fucking day, pretty much half a day, just to uh, finally get done, maybe. And then imagine that all day, though. All day. Imagine you're at the DMV all day, and you sit down, and then you wait for your turn to go do something because you got other people ahead of you, and then you have to go back, sit down, and then imagine you go in the DMV, and you have to handle all things on the DMV separately. You have to handle your registration separately, um, your driver's license or something like that. Imagine all the standard shit you have to do at the DMV, but you have to do it one at a time. That's what a, that's what like an admin. Uh, an admin-oriented uh, drill weekend is like you stand in line or you sit down in line, wait for two fucking civilians to uh, do stupid shit that you've done before, and that doesn't need, that really doesn't need to be updated. It's just it's just bureaucracy, man, to keep you busy. Anyway, you have to wait, you get seen, and then the computer's gonna the computer system. Oh, the computer system's down. That holds everything up. It's just, it's all a fucking racket, man. It's fucking hilarious. I don't even, I don't mind it anymore because I already know what's going to happen. So it doesn't really bug me anymore. Um, but yeah, just imagine that. Every little thing you have to do at the DMV, you have to do it separately. And that's what it's like at an admin weekend on a drill weekend. Sit around for, you know, a good two hours. Then you get seen and have them update or look at some stupid shit on a fucking computer. And then, oh, you got to go over here and do this. And then, you wait in line because there's 50 people ahead of you, and then after you're done with that, go do this, and then blah, blah, blah. Luckily, uh, this one was an LHI event, uh, Logistics Health Industry Institution Incorporated, something like that. Basically, uh, taking care of admin-ish medical stuff. All I had to do this time, luckily, because most of my stuff is still good from uh, when we got back from the deployment, um, but this time all I had to do was dental. So they go in there, take some quick x-rays. This is all done in an office, mind you. <laughs> they, they, they come in, the LHI people will come in and set up their medical uh, little stations in a, basically in an office and cubicle. So I got my x-rays done, walked over to, to the provider, to the dentist, poke around in my mouth a little bit, you're good. You know, they're fucking all fucking up. I'm, I told them, I, I was like, hey, I'm pretty sure I got a fucking cavity, man. Like... I felt a little, you know, when you think you have a cavity and you bite down on something sugary or hot and cold and just, it, it, it hits you a little bit differently. You know, you're like, okay, it's something, something's about to happen with this tooth, man. I can fucking feel it. So that happened to me a couple of times during the last month or whatever. I'm like, hey, I, got, I think I got a cavity. Um, you guys look at it. I told the female who was taking my x-rays, I was like, yeah, I think I have a cavity on my left side. I didn't say which side, mind you, for this story. I didn't say... Up, uh, upper or lower. I said, I think I got a cavity on my left side. I felt a little something, you know, when I was eating uh, over the month. Um, she said, okay. And she took some x-rays and she got to the left side. And she's like, oh, lower left. I was like, yeah, around there. I'm not sure. It's kind of, kind of towards the front, I guess. She's like, okay, all right. I think I know what you're talking about. And then I go, you know, 10 feet after I'm done with that. And then I sit down in the chair and then the actual dentist looks, pokes around real quick. It's government work, so it's real quick and it's basically an observation. I don't know what the fuck he could check. He didn't even, like, he, I was in the chair for fucking not even three minutes. And then I was like, um, 
Yeah, I think I have a cavity on the lower left side. If you, if I don't know if you guys see anything while you're poking around in there, I'm just, you know, I'm just like, I think I got something. I felt a little something when I was eating, so I think something might be up with that, or something's about to start happening with that. It might get worse. I don't know. He's like, oh, I don't see anything. It looks fine to me. <sighs> okay, motherfucker, whatever. I know this is government shit, and I didn't expect you to. Fuck. You can't do anything anyway. He's just looking, making sure my teeth aren't like about to fall out or anything. Basically, that's all it is. Make sure I don't, like, have fucking holes in my teeth, you know? Make sure my gums aren't bleeding and shit like that. You know, that's basically all it is. But I was like, oh, well, I was like, whatever, dude. I was like, I don't care. It'll it'll come up later. It'll come up probably the next time I go on a deployment before we leave. Um, and then I'll get the cavity filled. I don't care, whatever. The government's going to pay for it anyway. But, yeah, that was a long weekend. Uh, especially because I didn't have anything to do. Because all I had to do was dental. I was, I was in and out. I was completely done for the day. The first day, I think it was, yeah, Saturday. And I was done all day. That's it. I had nothing to do. So I had to, you know, walk around like I had something to do or hide out in my car, you know, basically out of sight, out of mind. So I don't have to do anything. Basically just waiting around for other shit to come up. And then, um, yeah, just wait for other shit to come up. It always does. No matter what you think you're done, like, oh, then you need to do this too. Like, man, no, I don't. This shit's done already. But whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, we got some information about uh, this other shit. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. You guys don't give a fuck about that. Um, yeah, it's kind of a long weekend. And fucking hotel bed fucked my back up. Fucking washed my car right now. And then I was like, fuck, man. I could just feel my back getting tighter, dude. Fuck. I was like, damn, dude. I Fuck. And I was like, man, I didn't think I had to fucking stretch before I washed my goddamn fucking car, dude. Fucking hey, dude. My fucking back is just like... Tightening up like a motherfucker. But anyway, um, yeah. Of course, they didn't let us leave for the people, most of the people who were done with all their shit. We did some other training for uh, uh, mounted mounted patrols and um, gun team firing and shit like that. Um, but anyway, like, after we were all done, like a lot of people were done, done, you know, and then like they, they could have let us leave early on a Monday and like, or less like, Hey, if you're fucking done, get the fuck out of here. Some motherfuckers got to drive dude. we're in fucking Mountain View, dude. And some motherfuckers got to go to Sacramento and shit. And it's like, it's like, if you know California or the Bay area, you fucking know, like, it doesn't matter where you are in the Bay area after fucking 1 PM, you're fucking done. It's, it's over. It's like, uh, yeah, it's it's game over for traffic, and so I was like, man, what they should do is let us leave after lunch. Like, hey, you know what? If you're fucking done, and you've been done for the past two days, and it's Monday, so if we don't have anything pop up for you by lunchtime, go to lunch because it's free at LNL Barbecue, and after lunch, go the fuck home if you want to. Sign out now, and then you're done. Because if we can't find something for you to do or something specifically for you to update or anything like that by lunch, it ain't going to happen anyway. So that's what they should have done. But they're not going to do that. That's the fucking army. So going to make everyone's fucking stay and shit. So, of course, we didn't fucking leave until like fucking 4 p.m. And, yeah, whatever, you know. <sighs> yep. So came home on Monday, late, af- late ass afternoon. Um, didn't do shit. Uh 
fucking... I saw one thing on the way home, though. Or actually, as I was signing out before I got my car, actually, I saw something on Instagram that really got me, like, oh, God, just one of those fucking things that just fucking pissed me off, dude. Fucking... I follow this, uh, this gun Instagram account, you know, you know, gun-oriented, Second Amendment shit, you know, whatever. You know, they, they basically just, you know, gun memes, gun culture stuff, and, uh, showing off equipment and highly modified guns and stuff like that, whatever. You know, because I appreciate, uh, guns, I like to shoot, all that. You know, not just because I'm in the military or anything. It's like I, I enjoy it. I like, I understand and get, uh, I get gun culture and I get the 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 attraction to them. But it's like for me, it's just like after a while, it got dumb. I used to work at a fucking gun store in Tracy. Um, I have my own weapons. I have multiple weapons. I have an AR-15. I have a Mossberg 500. Um, and I got two Glocks, I got a 17, and, uh, a Glock 42, the small 380, um, but yeah, I don't, I, I haven't shot my personal weapons in, like, I'm gonna say fucking two, three years, man, I haven't shot my, oh, it's been at least, and it, I'm gonna say close to four years now, I haven't shot my shit since I worked at the gun store years ago, when I could just shoot whenever I wanted but it's just like I shoot so I sh- I've shot so much in the police academy. I've shot so much on my personal time. I've shot so much and still shoot so much, relatively in the army. And it's just like I don't care anymore. It doesn't really like I don't feel the need like oh I gotta go fucking you know get some fucking get some fucking trigger time in. Like oh man whatever. I've it's it's not like I need to practice. I I mean I could pick if if a situation arose to where I had to fucking defend myself with a weapon. I would be highly confident in <laughs> my my shooting capabilities and not have to worry about my accuracy or anything like that. It's I've I've shot so much in so many different situations with with different weapon systems. It I it's like it's muscle memory at this point. It's it's second nature. I mean, I might not be as quick as I used to be or I might not be, but it's like in general, I can I can hang, I can handle my own with a weapon. Any normal weapon, any run-of-the-mill wet rifle or handgun, it doesn't matter to me. So I was just like, at that point, I was just like, you know, man, I don't even fucking care. I gotta fucking clean them. I gotta fucking get ammo and shit. Nah, I gotta find a place to shoot. Like, nah, fuck it, man. I'm fucking done. But like, I still, I still follow this page, you know, just out of habit from way back in the day. It's called Sick Guns on on Instagram. And it's pretty, it's kind of gun nerdish. And that's not, I fucking need to gun nerds, dude. They fucking piss me off, dude. This, like, they think everything, you know, just, God, they just, I, I mean, I get it. It's a hobby. It's a, it's a thing. I get it. I'm not hating on gun culture. I'm not hating on people who like guns. But at some point, it's like, you're a fucking gun nerd, dude. It's just like, calm the fuck down. They think everything revolves around gun culture and, fucking conceal carrying and uh, 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 shut the fuck up you guys are fucking nerds dude and just take a step back from that shit so as I was scrolling I'm walking out you know I'm done for the day I sign out I'm walking out I'm just scrolling on my phone as I'm walking outside and 
uh, I see this post and it says it's big yellow and black text. Um, <laughs> fuck, I just got really fucking heated because this was like the ultimate gun nerd fucking propaganda everywhere. Um, it says this in big bold text, how to end terrorism. One, buy a gun. Two, learn how to use it. Three, carry it everywhere. If you aren't willing to defend your life, what makes you think someone else is? And I just fucking, I just internally lost it, dude. I was fucking heated about that. This dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. Because, like, these fucking gun nerds, they fucking love to hear shit like that. They think everything is just, has to be related to fucking gun culture, dude. It's just like, fuck, dude. You just look so fucking dumb saying shit like that. Like, shut the fuck up. And some other people, I scrolled down, some other people are like, um, definitely own in terrorism. Maybe just excited a bit more. And then the person who owns the, runs the page says, um, you know, it'll, it'll probably deter it more. Like, you guys don't fucking know. You guys don't understand, dude. Because a lot of these motherfuckers who are the, in this, this fucking gun shit, they, they're not, they're not trained on anti-terrorism. They're not in the military. They're not fucking cops. They don't fucking get it. Like, these are the people, these, these motherfuckers that look like posts like that, they fucking like, who conceal carry, which is, I don't care, that's cool, I, I, I completely understand conceal carry, I completely support it, um, it's just, I, even if I wanted to conceal carry, I, I probably wouldn't, because I, I don't have any situations to where I need to do it, if you're a cop, then sure, yeah, you don't know who the fuck's watching you, you don't know what could happen no matter where you are as a cop you could some something you could write off and then that motherfucker's holding a grudge on you as a cop i could see and i completely understand and i completely enforce uh concealed carry off duty especially in california but you're a regular motherfucker and living in suburbia the chances of you needing concealed carry even in california or any other state are so fucking slim but these motherfuckers just want an excuse to carry a gun, basically. Because there's very... I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck where you are. In America, man, the threat is very rare that you need to have a fucking gun on you. I mean, I get it. At the same time, I don't. I'm just like, calm the fuck down, dude. You don't need to fucking carry a gun all the fucking time. I support it. I don't think it's wrong. I don't think people shouldn't carry guns. But at the same time, do you really need to? Like, look, look, at your, look where you're going. Look where you are. Look at your, your neighborhood. Look at your lifestyle. Look, look at your demographic of the area you're in. Do you really need to fucking carry a fucking Glock 23 in your pants? Probably not. But most of the time, these motherfuckers don't get that shit. They're just the type of motherfuckers who want to carry a gun because they want something to happen because they want to be that person to have to fucking draw down on somebody and be a fucking hero. They want something to happen pretty much. They're not, they're, they're not, the, the, their reasons for caring aren't usually strictly reactionary. You know, they're, 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 they're kind of the type of people like, oh man, I'm going to carry my gun. So, I mean, I hope something happens so I can fucking actually use it and justify it, you know. But, this is dumb, dude. I mean, I get it. Cool. Yeah. Concealed carry. I'm down. I'm fucking down. 100% down with concealed carry. But, is it necessary all the time? No. I've seen very few instances online or hear, heard news stories where someone's concealed carrying and they fucking save the day. It's very rare that happens. 
all across the country. Across the country, that's very rare. That, oh, a concealed carry fucking weapons, uh, or a concealed weapon, uh, a CCW holder had a gun and they thwarted a crime. Yeah, it happens. It does. Fucking good. Good for them for having the fucking gun on them. Good for them for having the reactionary and, uh, you know, mentality to be aware of their surroundings and fucking take a motherfucker out with their fucking gun. Good fucking job. I'm fucking loving it. But that's not all the time. That's not all the time. And I get it. Yeah, you never know. So you guys might as well have it, you know, be safe and sorry, whatever. It's, you know, it's better than have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. All that shit. But I get it. But at the same time, the motherfuckers, a lot of the motherfuckers who love this fucking gun nerd shit, that's not their mentality. They like to say that, but they just deep down, they want something to happen so they could so they can have that experience. But most of the time, it's not a cop with that mentality because a cop has a different mentality about pulling a gun out on somebody. Someone in the military has a completely different aspect and mentality about using a weapon system as protection. You very rarely see someone who talks about uh, pro-concealed carry and fighting terrorism on st- its stateside. You know, like because they know it's fucking bullshit. It's fucking just like pipe dreams for glory. You're not going to hear a veteran or a fucking cop, you know, talking about they're worried about terrorism. That's why they carry their fucking weapon off fucking duty. That's not the case. It's about someone fucking falling their ass home after fucking shift because they fucking put their cousin in jail or some stupid shit. You know, but it's always fucking civilians who don't have training or the mentality or the, uh, or the, uh, the experience or situation that happened to them that that have to use a fucking weapon. It's those motherfuckers who get all fucking crazy about this shit. And so I, this is, I'll tell you what I said. I wrote a comment on sit guns and about this. I'll read it. I'll read to you what what I said. Cause I was fucking heated. It took me a while to to write this cause I was just like doing shit and I was heated. So I did it when I got home. That's what I said. And really? No. No. Just no. Maybe once in a very long while would caring kinda sorta help combat one terrorist act. Maybe. Maybe. The chances where a terrorist act could be thwarted by some freedom fighter with a G23 in their pants is slim. Terrorists in America know motherfuckers got guns, depending on state. So they aren't going to go into a place with an IED on their chest and start praying like in Sicario 2, if you've ever seen that movie, before they blow shit up, which would be a situation when carrying a gun to quote-unquote end terrorism would work. And even then, any smart person with a, with the a gun and knowledge of anti-terrorism wouldn't be so quick to shoot. Can't shoot the body, there's a bomb. Hopefully you're good as fuck and pop that motherfucker in the head, but they could still have secondary or, or alternative methods of detonation. Can't just carry a gun and expect it to be any better of a way to help end terrorism than world peace suddenly happening. This is the most gun nerd propaganda I've seen in a minute. This is for people who carry that want shit to happen so they can be the cool guy and draw down on someone. Not a legit way to hinder terrorism. 
and it's not. What terrorist act in America that actually got executed could have been stopped by somebody with a CCW? I haven't seen one. I haven't heard of one. Not like I'm looking for the information either, but I, it hasn't come on the news or anything. Every time you hear a terrorist attack, it's some fucking bomb put somewhere. It's not some guy, you know, start praying and saying Allah, Allah Akbar before they fucking blow shit up to where some guy happens to be there who just happens to have a gun, who knows what to look for, and can make that decision on the fly to kill somebody and stop a terrorist attack. It doesn't fucking happen. Terrorists aren't going to fucking go with a bomb on their chest and start raising their hands to this guy and start praying before they blow up some shit. They plant the fucking bomb and they fucking detonate that shit off-site or remotely. I have never heard of a, a, a terrorist situation to where, damn, if a guy with a CCW was there and shot that guy perfectly in the head and made sure that nothing else would have happened to blow up that fucking bomb, you know, it, it, it doesn't fucking happen. Carrying a gun everywhere is not going to help end terrorism because the way terrorism works in America, it's not a situation to where it's not like the Wild West where this, the bad guy comes into town and then, oh, let me pull my gun out and shoot this guy down. It's not like the fucking movies. It's fucking stupid. Oh, God, I got so fucking mad at that shit, dude. It's fucking gun nerds, dude. Calm the fuck down. <sighs> God fucking damn it, dude. Killing me. Fucking killing me. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm, I am gotta get over that. I, God fucking damn it, dude. Shit. <sighs> okay. Okay. It's over. It's over. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I got a Reddit post. I think I got a response from Reddit. Um, I'll do that. Uh, yeah, we're about 30 minutes in right now. 35 almost. Let's get some fucking music, man. Um, let's break it up a little bit. Let's relax. Let's fucking relax. Let's see what comes up here. Let me, uh. Let me turn down off the volume when I'm skipping songs here. Um, all right, let's see what we got here. Uh, let me skip a little bit. Let me skip a little bit. Oh, my God. God, that shit pissed me off so much. Uh, oh, I know. Well, I'll play some rap. Play some fucking rap. I'm gonna, I know what song I want to play. Where is that fucking song? Alright, here we go. Yes, this is a fun song. It's a fun song. Um, yeah. Alright, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's a good song. Alright, I'm down. Alright, uh, this one's by DJ Khaled off the, his album Grateful. Alright, here we go. That Range Rover came with steps. DJ Khaled. Alright, let's go. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking lawsuits, man. We the best music. Murder rate, murder rap. Put up. Grant Jackson Franklin. Got it. DJ Khaled. Fuck the DA on my way here. I made some millions on my way here, nigga. I seen you coming on my way here. 
I let my ass off on my way here, nigga. Benny Yaga with the brain bust open. That new Moussain got the brain bust open. Pay them racks like Jimmy Hendrix on a guitar. Load my gun, cock it back, and then I push start. I can't name how many times they try to clone me. I can't name all the names that try to clone me. This dirty money help me see the devil. So did it thoughts, no, they ain't forever. My trials and tribulations playing out on blogs. Spent 300,000 a belt, that's on all the car. That Maybach Park itself, nigga. That Range Rover came with steps, nigga. Electric tables in the back, I'm in for Lay Me On. He been 4 4 and all year, I put the rolly on. Trapping good all year, I put the rolly on. They parading in the streets, you gotta keep the drum. Say the prayer for my young nigga, know he done. The murder rate going up, nigga. I done ran this check up, nigga. Get hit up from the neck up, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gold yard looking like a graveyard. Murder money, I'm in love with murder money. Old friends of me, turn into my enemy. My money and fame change niggas in this enemy. All my hard working, lonely nights, no sympathy. Wanna send a hit, but too far in the industry. I feel your energy, I know you niggas envy me. They rip the game, they banging it out in penitentiary. I watch the shit come out your mouth and it's finicky. I'm trying to love you without doubt and scream infinity. When these millions on my mind, it's hard to be cohesive. Getting that A-Rod money like I hit the needle. Keep a Spanish mama seated like a found a leader. And I gave them all dope, and they pissed off. Got my little hated babies, Wayne, so they can whack you. I got my Memphis 10 nigga, Wayne, to jack you. I got some DC nigga, Wayne, to kidnap you. I got the clappers, finesses, and the trappers. And a photo rap, tell you gotta go and dap them. Don't forget to look at niggas when they after you. I told Fruit, y'all can see the fruit. Told my bitch I love you before I knew you. Woo. I know I'm blessed, nigga. Hallelujah. I'm grateful. And if you diss me, then I might shoot you. You don't fuck with me to feel it mutual. Fuck you. Half these rap niggas owe the jewelry. Fuck you. I was selling keys to success. success. Yeah. I was copy keys out of Texas. New race with the stars in it. New Porsche condo living room cars in it. Ace the spade with the Percocet and bars in it. Young shooters, real soldiers put their heart in it. Let's talk about all this money we making, all these niggas they hating. Let's talk about running that bag of fag, cause we ain't got no patience. Let's talk about popping scripts and Zans like we patients. And them feds allegations of how you pace. Million dollar dope, boy, I gotta be grateful. You trying to get that honey meal, I'm a race. Dope boy, I ain't never won't be a rap nigga. Be a boy reporter, LA Reed just sound a trap nigga. New York Times, Red Jay Z just sound a trap nigga. Kitchen like it's Thursday, you heard my bring it back nigga. We fucking the money up, I'm being honest. Gotta be grateful, I never break the promise. I know my plug love me, I know my bitch hate me. I heard my hood salty. I tried to tell him me my fault, it's just my blessings called me. But since they hating on a nigga, I'ma keep ballin'. And I ain't texting that bitch back because she keeps stallin'. She ain't fucking first night, then she just miss a call. Fuck a plea, I'm going to trial, poker face, I'm all in. Tip Philippe, the AP, 40 mil, I'm all in. Plug hit my line, I act like I ain't see him calling. I work so hard for man, I'm trying to get some free bands. I'm the king of the city, my house, Graceland. No respect for rappers, they respect the coke man. That's why your favorite rapper acting like the dope man, nigga. Okay. Oh, fucking K. Here we go. Um... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good fucking shit. Yeah, okay. 
Good fucking shit, dude. That song is just fucking... Keeps you chilled out, but it's a little... It's a little... It gets you pumped up a little bit. It ain't bad. It ain't fucking bad. Murder rape, murder rap. Fucking lawsuits, nigga. Alright. Um, my shit's tangled up here. I'm trying to go sit on the fucking couch over here, but... Got me tangled up. I feel like goddamn. Alright, I'm trying to figure this shit out. Uh, hold on. God fucking damn it. Oh, there it is. Okay. It wasn't tangled up at all. Alright, let me get some of this. Hold on. Go to the good old couch and relax a little bit. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, let's get in this Reddit shit, man. I'm going to try to keep it kind of short for you guys today. All right. Here's the intro. Being a realist shouldn't brand someone as negative or a pessimist. I'd consider myself... As someone who doesn't like to sugarcoat things to make it sound better. Especially when it comes to someone asking for an opinion or advice. But the amount of times that I've been accused of being boring, negative, or straight up rude for saying things how they are is ridiculous. All because they wanted a different answer. Okay, I I see where this guy's going. I see where this guy's going. So why is it when people say something which is the obvious mature slash realistic response, it's branded as being negative or pessimistic? (sighs) This fucking allergy's killing me. God damn. It's just annoying how there's an instant accusation of pessimism when people hear something that's rational or when someone says something how it is. When realistically... Those who are realists are just people who've got their shit together and actually think things through. Holy fucking shit. Who is this person, man? I need to fucking... Oh, God. I need to fucking meet these people. Uh, Whoever wrote that, good fucking job, man. Or woman. Or alien, I don't know. Good fucking job. I did not... I think about that shit all the time because that's me. That is me, for sure. Um... Yeah, that that one rings true cuz that's me. I'm a fucking realist, man. I know how to cut loose and have a good time and be stupid, but at the same time, it's like usually my first innate initial like gut thing is to just tell people like what's up, you know. And it it, it all depends like I kind of know like I'll I will sugarcoat things. It depends on who the person is and how serious the situation is. Um, but if it's, it's something stupid, I don't fucking really know them that well. They're just like an acquaintance. I'll tell them what they want to hear sometimes. Cause for, frankly, I don't give a shit about them. Like I don't care about their progression in life or their well being or something like that. I mean, it sounds bad, but that's, that's the motherfucker I am. Like I, I, some, some people, I don't care about people sometimes. I just legit don't care. Like I'll be civil with them. I'll be friendly with them. I'll hold a conversation with them for sometimes for a long time, but I might not give a fuck about them. If they come to me with a serious problem. And then, if it's a legit serious problem, my brain will start working. Then I'll figure out a solution for him. 
That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help them. But because it's, it's an issue, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge to me at that point. It's not really about me caring about them or about what happens. It's just like, I see a problem and then I start, you know, my wheels start turning. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't give a shit about them. I don't fucking care what they do with that information. It's just me. It's kind of selfish. Like I'm just trying to solve a problem. You know, that's what I see it as. Um, but yeah, man, fuck dude. That has fucked up a lot of relationships for me. A lot of girlfriends get, get really fucking pissed off about me, about my rational mindset, about my, uh, my, my realist nature. Cause I, I, mean, I get it. I know how to, I know, I know how to do the boyfriend thing and just listen and to problems and, you know, say, Oh, well that sucks. You know, hate the world with them. I get that. And I, I understand that's one of those boyfriend things to do. But at the same time, it's hard for me to initially go that route. I got to like reel myself in mentally and be like, okay, fine. What's this situation about? What's she complaining about? What's her issue? What's her emotional hangup or whatever? And then I got to be like, okay, fine. Is it a situation to where I actually need to be rational and, you know, tell them a solution and, you know, tell them my honest opinion about something? Or is it just one of those situations where I just need to be like, oh yeah, you know, that sucks. Uh, fuck that bitch or fuck that guy or whatever, you know, fuck that blah, 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 blah. Most of the time I don't do that. It's me. I hear an issue or a problem, my wheels start turning, and I'm trying to give them a solution. And I get it. A girl or a girlfriend doesn't want that from her boyfriend all the time. They want you to just, you know, hate the world with them or whatever, you know. But, <clears throat> so yeah, that, 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 that mindset, that mentality has uh, fucked up a lot of shit for me. Got me into a lot of fights and stuff like that. I don't care. I really don't care anymore. Like I'm too old. I'm not going to really shelter myself. I mean, I'll try, but it is what it is. That's who I am. Um, but yeah, on other stuff, like if someone I don't, I kind of know or don't even know they're talking about an issue or something. If they're, if they're legit asking me, all right, sit the fuck down. Let's, let's go on this ride. I will tell you what I think. I will ask you a whole bunch of fucking questions so I can get all the pieces of the puzzle. And then I'll try to make a straight line out of it. You know, I'll, get, I'll try to get you a solution of what how I think you should handle it or whatever. Um, and there's been situations where that's happened to me with acquaintances and people that I legit know and are very close with. And I could tell while I'm talking after I get all the all the pertinent information um, I can tell that they don't want to hear what I have to say because they are looking for reinforcement for their idea. They're looking for reinforcement of their emotional situation, whether, however rational it might be, or however it might help them or not. They want they just want someone to reinforce it. And that's, I can't always, I can't always, um, you know, uh, I'm not going to say condone because that seems like I'm being too authoritative because who the fuck am I? But I just can't, I can't roll with that. I can't roll with that all the time. Like you asked me for fucking help. All right, let's sit the fuck down and let's fucking work this shit out. Cause I see it as a challenge. I see it as an issue that I could possibly help. Let's fucking go. Let's get fucking jiggy with it, man. And fucking see what we can do. And then most of the time 
you could tell people are like, oh, this person's not saying what I wanted them to say. This person's not, you know, enabling me in my bad choice or whatever it is. I'm like, I don't give a fuck pretty much either way. It all depends on who, who you are to me and how deep I want to go. But it's like, if you don't want to fucking hear it, then don't fucking ask. Because you should know if it, if someone is asking me for the most part, most of the time, if you're asking me for advice or help or a solution, you should fucking know how I get down. Like I will, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. If it's, if someone asks you for something, I'm going to go for it. Especially if it's a fucking friend, a close friend. Like I will get you everything in my power. It doesn't matter how small it is. I will get you everything. I'll get you more than what you asked for. I do it all the time. People ask me to, uh, what a, what is this? And then I'll spend, I won't respond for 10 minutes on a text message because I'm getting all the stuff that I have, all the insight that I have on it. And then I will go out and get more on the internet and I'll give them everything that I have possibly found. And that is concise as well and simple. And then boom, here you go. Here's the info drop. Boom. Take it and live your life. I did everything I can do. And that's how I get down. Like, if you want something from me, you want information from me, you want a standpoint, you want advice, whatever the case may be. If you want something from me, I'm talking as a as a personal friendship level. If someone asks me for something, let's strap in because we're going on a ride and it ain't going to end until it's over. You know, um, some people don't want that. I get that. Close friends are not. I can understand how I, that could be intense, but that's how I roll. Like, if you're my fucking friend, I got your fucking back, dude. I ain't going to fuck around. It, it, even if it's fucking small, like, hey, uh, do you know uh, um, how this thing uh, how this thing works? Oh, sit down. Let me tell you. Let's go on a little ride. <laughs> I'll give you more than you asked for, man. I'll give you everything and more. I'll, gi- I'll I will give you all the knowledge that I have on something, all the insight that I have on something, all the speculation I have on something, all the thoughts I have on something, all that shit. Some, it, I mean, if it's really, really simple bullshit, then no, I'm not going to do that. But if someone's legit asking for something that's trying to help them do something else or advice, hey, let's fucking go, man. Let's strap up and let's run this shit. But yeah, I, I don't get that. I could, no one's ever told me, I get like this person was talking about, have they been called boring or rude or something like that but I could sense body language I could sense people's demeanors people haven't said that to me but I could sense it because when if I start talking about something that I know a lot about and you, you ask me and I could tell like one time this guy in my unit he he rides also not as much as me but he asked me about some gear or some component issue that, uh, some co- component that just came out. And I started, t- I, I basically talked to him like I work for the fucking company cause I know about it and I support and I like that product. So I told him like I was trying to sell him on it. Like I work for the company basically. And he actually fucking was listening to me. And then I know this happens to me all the time when I'm talking a lot and people will start looking away. Like, <laughs> looking at the fucking trees and some stupid shit. Like, this motherfucker is beating me up with information. Uh, beating me up with uh, fucking insight or speculation or whatever. And then this motherfucker, he actually took a breath. Like, 
he took a breath while I was talking to him. Like it was that fucking exhausting to him. And so then that's when I knew I'm like, okay, I, I, I reeled it in. I reeled it in, but it's funny. Like, I don't, I really don't care. Like you asked me, I'm going to fucking tell you, I don't, you know, at, at, at my heart, I'm introverted. You know, that's my personality type. INTP or INTJ, one of the two. I'm pretty, I, 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 I could roll with both, um, sometimes for me, but if I know you, if I'm in a comfortable situation, I could be extroverted in a second. I could go back and forth. If I don't feel like talking to somebody that day, you know, two hours later or talking to anybody, psh, you won't hear a peep out of me. But, you know, if something comes up, like a talking about a funny story or something like that, and I know about it or whatever, boom, I could be an, I could be an extrovert right there. I could tell the whole story front to back with 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 uh, with great enthusiasm. But I got shit to say and uh yeah, I'm going to tell people about it. If they ask me my opinion on something or what I think about something, chances are I've thought about it to myself enough that I got I could tell you. I could tell I could pretty much express what I've said in my head already, you know, about an issue. Basically how I'm going through things on this podcast with you right now, you know? Um, that's why I could just talk and talk and talk. Cause I've, you know, thought about it in my head a bunch of fucking times and now I'm just expressing it. So if someone else wants that information, friend or not, you're going to get, you're going to get what you're going to get. And yeah, I don't understand why people just can't, like don't ask for the advice. I mean, if you want someone to coddle you and reinforce whatever you want to think, that's fine, but hey, you can take a chance, man. If you know the person, don't ask them. If you can't handle how they're going to talk to you, if, you if, if if you have a realist person in your friend group and you ask them, expect a real answer. It's not pessimistic. It's it's real. Like I'm a fucking realist, and this person's um, topic of discussion here, uh, I I feel him. I fucking feel for him, man. It's like. It's not negative. I'm just being real. Like the the world sucks. If it's a real situation, that that's how it really is. Like, and people who think about stuff, not just things in their lives immediately, but things people who think about all kinds of shit. Because I I I think about and analyze all kinds of shit that happens to me daily. Like, why the fuck did this person do this? I try to go through all the steps of why would make a person do something stupid like that, or, um. Or I look at things like why why is that like that? What is there a reason why? Because at at face value, I'm not seeing how it works, how it helps something. It doesn't have to be people. It could be objects. It could be, you know, like stupid shit, like the way the a car wash works. Like why why do they have us sit right here for the car wash, and then the person comes up to me here and asks me what I want here, and then they go here and do this with the car, and then. No stupid shit like that. Just everyday shit. Like, just anything. Any fucking thing. For the most part, I'm going to analyze it in my head. And like, why is it, why, why is, why is this doing this? Why is this like this? Why do people say this instead of this? All that kind of shit. And then, if you have someone like that with that kind of mindset, uh, and you ask them (laughs) for info or advice, man, you better strap in because it's not pessimistic. It's not negative. It's just being real. They're just telling you what's really going on. 
because they're thinking about shit on a different on a different wavelength, I guess you could say, um, on a different plane. I don't know, but I feel for this motherfucker, man. Who, what they said, I got you, man. I fucking got you, man or woman, whoever the fuck you are. I yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's like I'm not being. Sometimes I can be pessimistic for sure. I could be negative for sure. Goddamn right, I could be fucking negative. I could be negative all fucking day, but that doesn't mean uh, it's not real. If it's if it's it feels negative to you, but it's it's the truth. I'm just telling you facts. I'm just telling you like this happens and then this happens and this is the outcome. And it's not like I'm making shit up most of the time. I don't like to do that either. I'm not gonna fucking make shit up because I look like a fucking asshole. But if if I'm telling you something, and it's the way it is, that's the way it is because I've thought about it in my head. And I looked it up too. I'll go look up shit. That's how, that most of the time on my phone is like if something pops into my head. Why? If I'm just thinking about anything random, like if I'm not sure about something, I don't know why something is the way it is. I'm on the fucking I'm on my fucking phone, my computer for hours, trying to figure it out. Like okay, this is why it happens. Okay, this is why it happens. Or I'm looking at shit through life, and then it's just like okay. This, this, and this, and then this happens. Okay, that's how, okay, I got it. I get it. I'm not just going through life looking at stuff with my eyes rolled back in my head, you know? Sometimes I do, but most of the time I don't. But yeah, it's like, hey man, if 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 you're a fucking realist, you're not, you're not pessimistic. I mean, I'm sure you can be, but for the most part, you ask someone, a realist, quote unquote, if you want to put that label on somebody, Man, hey, you're going to get some real shit. You're going to be prepared to get some real fucking shit. You might not like it, but it is what it is. And that person who's telling you might not like it either. But they're just giving you, you know, the info. And, yeah. It's just, people are fucking sensitive, man. They're fucking, fucking sensitive. And they ask for advice. And most of the time people ask for advice, it's just to enable their initial thought process just to supplement, you know, their feelings. And that's good. If you want to feel comfort in that way, that's fucking fine. But hey, man, you're fucking up. You're fucking yourself up, dude. You can't go through life like that. Just be careful. If you ask someone for advice, man, get prepared to hear some real shit sometimes. (laughs) But yeah, for me, you want to know something? Hey, you're going to get that more. You're going to get the info that you need. And even if I don't have the info, I'm going to give you what I got and then I'm going to get more because I'm going to educate myself too. So, hey, just get on the roller coaster with me and we'll fucking ride this shit out. <clears throat> um, yeah. Yeah, I I like that fucking, I like that. I like that submission, man. Yep. Being a realist shouldn't brand someone as negative or pessimist. God fucking damn right, man. God fucking damn it. That's right. That's some true shit right there, man. All right. Let me go back over the computer here. Uh, What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh, shit. We're at an hour. Okay. It's time to go. I don't want to go on. I could keep going on and on and on and on about that. I probably repeated myself 18 times already, and that probably pisses people off, too. Um... Let me put this microphone back where it's supposed to be. All right.
Okay. All right. All right. We're done. It's it's an hour exactly right now. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh oh. Okay. I thought my computer was about to fucking shut off. Holy shit! I almost fucking died. Um. Okay. Music time. Um. Actually, you know what? I was thinking about something. Make this a bit, an hour and some change here. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you've been listening for the past six, seven episodes, and this is going to be episode eight, you're probably wondering why I chose to do the podcast this way. Me with the music, then talk, talk, talk about the music usually, and then whatever subject and ramble on, and then music, and then talk about that song and that artist, and then another topic, ramble, blah, 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 then end with music. Part of it is uh, the main reason, the the driving force, the momentum, the the main idea of this podcast is for me watching the movie Pump Up the Volume, like I said before, and it's in the description of this podcast back in the day, and that's what always made me want to do this kind of thing, of course, so you already know that. Um, but the other reason is, um, you know, how he, he, he put music in there and then his, his feelings on it, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Enough about the movie. The other reason I like this format that I'm doing is because it's kind of the way my daily life goes. You know, I'm in my head, uh, I'm in traffic, and then I'm just like rambling on about life to myself and complaining about traffic and yelling at drivers in my fucking car. But all the while, music's playing. Music is always playing. If I'm doing anything for an extended amount of time, I'm going to have headphones in or the stereo on in my car. And the music's always going. So if I'm going to be doing uh, a task or activity that's, you know, basically by myself, if I'm not with friends or anything, if I'm not doing fucking laundry or cleaning the house or washing the car, I got headphones in or I got the stereo bumping and the house is cracking and their music's playing. And it's usually always on random. Uh, The music's usually always on shuffle uh, because I just let it go. I I live, I, all this shit that I have. I mean, I don't really have much music that I don't like. Who the fuck keeps music that they don't like? Um, I might have music that I didn't, maybe a few songs from an album that I might not have liked at the time, but if I put my music on shuffle and then that song comes on, I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know, my mindset changed from the last six years I heard that fucking song. I didn't like it. And I hear it again. I'm like, wow, this is fucking awesome. I go back to it. Then it just opens up my mind more. I'm like, whoa, shit, what the fuck else did I miss? But, you know, anyway. Basically, the way that you are hearing this podcast right now, with the music and the rambling and the thoughts and the the pissed off and all that shit with the music, that's basically how my life, uh, usually day-to-day works. Music on random and thoughts on random, which is also basically in the fucking description of this podcast, but that's basically, you know the deepest you're going to get into a stranger's life or my life is how you hear this podcast right now. Because like I could be on, I could be on BART for two hours or an hour or something like that. And I'm thinking about life or whatever music's playing in the, in the headphones in the background. I might not even listen to the song for like 30 minutes. I have no idea what the fuck's playing. Then all of a sudden a song will come on and then I just stop and I'm listening to the song. I'm concentrating on the song. And then I could concentrate on the next 10 songs. I don't fucking know. Or I could go back to thinking about something. You know, whatever. 
But that's how it is. Randomness, thoughts, complaining, speculation, ranting, rambling, all that shit. <clears throat> Along with music. So, the format, loosely, is kind of actually structured. Because I'm, you know, going one, two, three with these with these songs. But that's pretty much how um, my day-to-day life goes in my head. Talking about shit, figuring shit out speculating about shit, wondering why shit works this way, and then at the heart, I guess you could say of it all, or in the background, always is the music. And so this is kind of like how it works. Um, so that's why I do it this way. Um, and I like music, man. Fuck, I love fucking music. So I gotta put music in my podcast, because that's part of my form of expression, I guess you could say, also. Um, contemplation. All that shit, I don't fucking know. I'm starting to ramble more. Um, but anyway, yeah, I guess that's a little rundown of why the, uh, the format of talking and music is the way it is on this podcast, why it exists at all. Um, I don't want to, you know, I guess I could play the music and then just play part of it and then fade in and out of the talking. But no, you know what? I can't do that. I look to listen to full songs and it's, it's weird. I guess if, if someone did that on a podcast, I was listening to it. And I hate it in movies sometimes. They'll play a good song for like fucking 10 seconds and then go back to music or movie or whatever the fuck they're doing in the movie. And I get it. It's editing and it's cinematic and whatever. You can't just play a fucking full song in a movie. But it kind of bugs me sometimes when you're getting into getting into a song and then, oh, well, it's over. No. But you can't always do that, I guess. You can't always play a full song, of course. That's fucking retarded. But since this is my fucking thing and I can do whatever the fuck I want, um, you guys are going to get the full song. You guys might like the full song. You guys might not like the music that's playing at all. But, you know, I'm, you know, I'm letting people experience things, you know. I guess that's a way for me to be on a soapbox, I guess. Let you, exp- force you to experience new shit, I guess. Um, that you might not usually like, but you hear it here. And then it might turn your mind around. Because sometimes, I, like I said, I listen to a song. When I first heard an album, like, I don't like that song. And then I'm on my computer with it on shuffle, 17,000 fucking songs. I'm doing homework or some shit, and then a song comes on. I have no I don't fucking remember it at all. And then I look at it, I'm like, oh, okay, I remember. I, don't, I, I, I didn't like that song six years ago, but I heard it today. And then <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? This is awesome. Happens all the time. All the time. Not on my phone, because usually my, the shit on my phone is always just... The shit I've always liked and always will like. But on my computer, I got full albums left and right. All my shit on my fucking whatever artists I have, basically. You know, 90% of the artists I have on my computer, the actual files from which I drag and drop from on the iTunes library is full albums. So I might not even remember half the fucking songs from an artist. Then I hear them, you know, six, seven years later or something. Then, oh, what the fuck is this? This is fucking awesome. But anyway, that's okay. Yeah, we're done. Um, yeah, give you a little info on how shit, uh, of why the format is the way it is, if you were wondering, um, but yeah, it's right an hour and eight minutes or something like that, it's time to fucking go, you guys go on about your fucking day, I need to fucking unpack this shit from my fucking this weekend, this fucking stupid drill, um, yeah, it's got some shit to do, man, it's, it's the middle of the day. I got to fucking copy and paste a fucking 
project for my public health class. It's fucking simple shit, so I gotta get that fucking done. Yeah, I got shit to do. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, it's been a while since I talked to you guys, or talked to my computer screen, actually. Um, but yeah, so I did it. Kind of based off obligation, kind of based off of me taking a, a break from the minimal responsibilities I have of the day. Um, but yeah, I'm fucking done. Let's get the fuck out of here. Alright, let's find some fucking music real quick. Get this bitch on shuffle. Oh, shit. I just skipped one song. And, yeah, I'm gonna have you guys... I'm sure you guys have seen these guys on YouTube or something like that at least once. Yeah, I'm not even gonna skip anymore. I'm gonna pick a song from these guys. Um, Steven Seagulls. Um, if you don't recognize the name, that's okay, but you probably recognize what they've done. You've probably seen it online. Um, they are the guys that did, uh, the bluegrass version of ACDC, um, Back in Black. The guys who did the bluegrass version of Rain and Blood, I think they did in that Slayer song. But yeah, you probably know what I'm talking about now. And these guys are, I fucking... Um, after I heard the, no, oh, oh, they did the, the banjo version. They probably did do black and black too, but I think the famous one they did was Thunderstruck, the bluegrass version of Thunderstruck. These guys are from like fucking Finland or some shit, Sweden, something like that. Um, I forgot off the top of my head. I knew when I first found out about them, I remembered, but they're from somewhere, uh, like that. Finland, Iceland, fucking Norway, some, some shit like that. Um, I think it's Finland, actually. No, it's probably Norway. Something like that. Switzerland? I don't fucking know. They're from one of those uh, really uh, far-off lands. But their shit is fucking good, dude. They have a lot of... Basically, it's mostly all covers. Bluegrass covers of famous rock songs and metal songs. And um, uh, pop songs, too. Fucking awesome shit, dude. It's fucking awesome. They have, like four albums I think they have let me see how many do I have they got the album called um, Farm Machine they got Grainsville they got Brothers and Farms yeah I think that's three of them I think uh, their newest one is Grainsville is their, la- their latest one um, but yeah their fucking shit's fucking good dude they are fucking on that shit dude they are on that shit like if you've seen those videos the, the Thunderstruck videos of the bluegrass version, all their shit is fucking just like that, dude. It's fucking good. But yeah, that's what I'm gonna play for you guys right now. Let me pick a song. Um, hmm. There's so many good ones. Fuck. Uh, I'm not gonna do Thunderstruck because you can look at that one on fucking YouTube. But, uh,. I'll do the Metallica version of Seek and Destroy. They got that. Yeah, they got the uh, they got a cover of Metallica, Seek and Destroy. All right, here we go. Seek and Destroy. Steven Seagulls is the band name. And this one's off the album Farm Machine. All right, here we go. Seek and Destroy. <sighs> See you motherfuckers later.
Yeah.